Blog Talk Radio. It's November 18, 2018. Hello and welcome to Working for a Living Radio Show, where progressives for change present opinions that matter. Tonight, we are joined by co-host Jeff Brown. I'm your moderator, Leroy McKnight. Please remember that good leadership is never about power or control, and you might add me to that, me, the word me, that is, not me personally, but anybody that's me person, uh, but rather for the honor and privilege of serving the members in the interest of the membership. So it's not about power and control or yourself, but rather for the honor and privilege of serving the members. So uh, we all have heard and witnessed the tragedies out in California with these fires, and we've heard everything but or everything from it's it's a horrible uh to uh, uh reprisals uh for not doing a good job of the local leaders uh from others so i um rebukes and reprisals that is so uh, i'm i'm kind of saddened by the, the latter of that i think we all are uh, this is a horrible tragedy that's gone out there. Now I understand today it was reported that there are 1,300 people missing. So as we move forward on, on into the holidays, uh, please let us have a moment of silence for all those affected by these fires. Thank you very much. Uh, there's actually been a, a few posts uh, because there are many uh, pets that have been displaced and they're trying to find their owners and care for them in the meantime. So uh, there's a few posts out there to help support that monetarily. So if you'd uh, care to do that, I know they, uh, the owners of those pets would be very grateful. So thank you for that. Um, uh, announcements. Uh, Working for a Living continues to support Medicare for each and every person in the United States. House uh, Rule uh, 676 in the current uh, Congress, or the bill uh, to be uh, have this occur is H.R. 676, and it's in the current Congress. So your support for that would be greatly appreciated uh, if you so choose to uh, do that. That's the bill that you'd call your congressperson and request that uh, your House member request that that get passed. Um, Working for a Living continues to support the separation of corporations and state and the overturning corporations as human citizens. On October 30, Former UAW officials cried out, don't send us to prison. On November 13th, U.S. District Judge Paul Borman sentenced 66-year-old Verdell King to 60 days in federal prison. 
King was the first UAW official to cooperate with an ongoing investigation that started at least three years ago and provided invaluable insight into a conspiracy involving Fiat Chrysler executives bribing labor leaders to grease the skids of labor negotiations. And we are very sad about that, all of us, that that went on, and um, we won't say any more about that. Uh, so, uh, Williams Black Lake Cottage being built with non-union labor continues to have labor deeply concerned. It's not just us rank and file. Announcement five. Oh, this is really nice. I tell you, it's, uh, I, I, we've been watching this for a few days now. There will be a special press conference for the Drive It Home initiative at 10.30 a.m. on Monday, November 19th, that's tomorrow, at 10.30 a.m. at the UAW Local Union 1112 Union Hall. That's located at 11471 Ruther Drive, Southwest Warren, and the uh, zip there is 44481. Uh, speakers will be U.S. Senator Sherrod Brown and U.S. Reps Tim Bryan and Bill Johnson, as well as the village of uh, Lordstown Mayor Arno Hill. Other speakers, speakers include Regional Chamber President and CEO James Dignan and UAW Local Union 1112 President David Green. If you are able to attend, please show your support for this new and exciting project. Uh, we all hope that this brings more work, not only to Lordstown, but uh, facilities uh, of auto um, workers around the nation, but in particular, Lordstown. A lot of work has gone into trying to get some work uh, and assure that uh, the uh, uh, folks and members there at Lordstown and Warren, the Youngstown area, uh, get and ret retain and keep work, uh, as well as uh, attract new work to that facility and the other facilities around the nation. Announcement number six. On November 6, 2018, Gary Walkowitz, a 2014 and 2018 UAW presidential candidate, ran for Michigan 12th District Congressional uh, for Congressional District, that's for Congress, the Michigan 12th Congressional District, as the working class party candidate. Wikipedia states that the working class party could be traced back to an agitational campaign carried out by people around the Trotskyist newspaper, The Spark, between 2011 and 2013. Mr. Walkowitz came in 2.8% behind, he came in third behind Democrat Debbie Dingell, 64.3%, and Republican Jeff Jones with 29.3%. Again, uh, Walkowitz had 2.8%. Uh, announcement number seven. November, on November 17th, the Kentucky Supreme Court upheld the right to work law in Kentucky, rejecting a union challenge. And obviously we're very sad about that. Uh, 
can hardly imagine why the Kentucky Supreme Court could possibly think that working for less could be a good thing. Announcement number eight. In 1965, CEO pay was 20 times an American worker. In 2017, it was 312 times an American worker. Doesn't seem to be very fair, and they seem to be gaining, and we know we've been suppressed a lot, a lot. Just think if we were even three times what we are now, and they was only they were only a hundred and four times an American worker, and that means we'd have to make a little more money, right? Now, how about that notion? I think that's a good idea. Announcement number nine: Flat Rock Assembly to have a short week. More on that later in the show. I just got a little uh, report on that. And announcement number ten. General Motors Grand River Assembly Plant in Lansing is extending the the end-of-the-year shutdown that begins December 20 from two weeks to four weeks. And when employees come back on January 14th, only one shift will reportedly be coming back to the job. Please contact your local officials to verify either one of those whether it's Flat Rock Assembly at Local Union 3000 or General Motors Grand River Assembly at Local Union 652. Please contact to verify, because these are news reports only, although we do have the uh, posting for the, the actual posting from Flat Rock. So contact your local officials, but that's the news out there on that, okay? Uh, I want to... Also, announcement number 11, want to thank all of our listeners for finding value in our show. We, we really appreciate it. And on your email comments, uh, you can comment at workingfor11 at workingfor11.com, and we get those emails. And uh, not all of them get reported out because you're asking for our assistance, so we do. Uh, Jeff and I and others are all also available uh, on Facebook, and you know our phone numbers are pretty widely published. Uh, also, we have a number of uh, reporters in the field. Uh, you pretty much know who those folks are. We don't announce their name on the show, but um, you may contact them for aid and assistance as well. Okay, we're not here to supplant anybody. Just give you a little direction so that you may contact the proper people. Okay. Thank you. We, by the way, we love our union here at Working for a Living, and we do our best to uphold the, both the UAW Constitution and federal laws that superintend our UAW Constitution. Okay. Uh, on to messages and email. First message was, in a world where everyone concentrates on the business and the money, I commend you for your focus to the workers. You are True heroes to the working class. God bless you. Location withheld. Okay. Thank you for that. Uh, Much, much appreciated. Uh, You know, it's pretty thankless out here, and there is a lot of work that goes into uh, research and all of this and uh, getting it together every week or most every week. 
email number two. Thank you so much for your aid and assistance in helping me with my issue, location withheld. Um, you're welcome. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit about that in the show without being specific at all. All right, uh, announcement, or email number three, not announcement, uh, email number three. Jeff and Leroy, keep up the good work. You have more support out here than you might imagine. Location withheld. And that came in from a couple places, uh, so we kind of meld that down a little bit, and, you know, paraphrase it, uh, it and we we appreciate that, and I know all the staff does as well that do work on this uh, throughout the week. Our phones go almost nonstop here through the week, and we, we appreciate it. We do a lot of help. We don't advertise to help, but when people seem to get in trouble, uh, and I know for sure my phone rings, <laughs> and they want to know what direction to go, and, of course, we send them the right direction, you know, call your committee person. In fact, that's an ongoing thing right now. <laughs> uh, you know, send them right back where they're supposed to be, and then we'll uh, do our best to uh, get the committee to do their part because they have an obligation to do the, the right thing as well. Okay, thanks to all our email writers. We really appreciate that. Um, it's... Uh, you know, it's just nice to continue to hear from the, the public. Again, you can uh, contact us, working for a living at workingforliving.com. Uh, you can see us on Twitter, and we have Facebook presence as well, Working for a Living. And uh, uh, you can see our our uh, uh, Facebook uh, URL on the pages and on our. Um, post or not the posting, but on the uh, uh, blog talk radio posting. Uh, we're also a member, so that if you want, for ease of listening, uh, we are on our our website, workingforliving.com. You can find us there. Find us at Blog Talk Radio. And find us at at um, I, uh, iTunes. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher and Player FM. So all of those carry the, the radio show as a podcast afterward. You can get us live uh, on art.com and on uh, Block Talk Radio. But we're, you know, a lot of places have been covering us for a long time, and we are a member of the Michigan Association of Broadcasters and have been for a while now. So we thank everybody, and we're going to get a little more uh, active there. Uh, uh, we've... Uh, been contacted to do do so, and we we're going to do that. Um, so uh, this week's quote, we're going to uh, cover one of the ones we had last show, um, uh, and this is in quote. I always wondered why somebody doesn't do something about that. Then I realized I was somebody. <laughs> That's by Lily Tomlin. We thank her for everything she meant to our uh, our world, really. So thank you. Uh, let's bring on Jeff onto the show. Uh, get him get him out here out of the the, uh, the queue. And gosh, there's a lot of people in the queue tonight, Jeff. Holy smokes! I didn't realize there were that many. I want to thank everybody for being here. Yeah. Hi, hi, Jeff. How you doing? 
Hi, Leroy. I'm doing okay. Yeah. Uh, did you know that Lily Tomlin was from Detroit? I did not know that. Yes. She's, she's from Detroit, Michigan. Oh, yeah, she's a hometown girl. That's kind of nice. You know, there's a lot of people out there that think Detroit is the capital of Michigan because it's so big and well-known, but the capital's actually right. in Lansing. Yeah, we, uh, it's mm-hmm. Lansing capital, and that's around my neighborhood yeah. uh, in here. Yep. In this area, about 35 years, and grew up in Youngstown, Ohio, and bounced around the world a little bit, and then and up north Michigan, lived there for a while. Uh, that was fun, living on the water up north Michigan. It Right on the on the lake, and it was it was nice, in in uh, you know an inland lake, but it was still nice. But Michigan's such a great place to be, and of course, um, you know we've we've had uh, a couple of games here in the past week uh, that we uh, hadn't really talked about because last week we had our vet, veterans uh, break for the it was a long weekend for everybody, and we really thank our veterans past, current, and future for all their service and for uh, those who have given the ultimate sacrifice. Let's have a moment of silence for those. Thank you. And we try to respect that, and we didn't have a show last week. But, yeah. Do you remember that... Uh, that Ohio team coming into Michigan here, I think it was last week, uh, that that one that has crimson and, and uh, I think it's gray, but I'm not sure what they call it these days. Uh, you remember them coming in against Michigan State, Jeff? Yeah. Yeah, I remember them. Yeah, they, they did a pretty good what? job against Michigan State. Yeah, they, congratulations to mm-hmm. Ohio State Bucks beating the Michigan State Spartans. In a tough, tough game, but they prevailed pretty well. They, the MSU broke down about halfway through the third quarter, and that was it. So, and then of course, well, they get uh, you got you got them coming back up here, uh, Jeff, and seeing your team. I think pretty soon, huh? Well, we're going there. Oh, you're um, going there. Oh, you have them. going to Columbus. Go to, going down to Horseshoe. Yep. Actually, and. Ohio State just barely won yesterday in overtime by one point. Against Maryland. Maryland, yeah. This time of the year is always fun when when the teams are matching up with one another. So we'll see what happens. What do you think is yeah. going to happen next week, Jeff? I think it's this, this coming Saturday, right? It's this coming Saturday. Um, we do have some injuries to some key players. On the Michigan side, um, I'm rooting for Michigan every year, even when I lived in Ohio when I was in high school. Yeah. I always wore my Michigan stuff, and I got a little bad looks from my classmates, but that's okay. So it's only a game. So I don't need to fight over it. It's only a game. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's nice to talk about, though, you know, and we have we have a lot of friends in, in the Lordstown, the Youngstown, Warren area mm-hmm. that listen to the show, and uh, we're just having fun, and, and uh, we were told that, uh, at least uh, around my neighborhood, that we couldn't take care of Big Brother, and 
uh, they're going to come up, or they're, I, I, they, they said they're coming up, but they're they're going to take care of uh, Big Brother this coming Saturday. So I guess U of M's a Big Brother, and uh, they're going to they're going to go and and uh, fix that deficiency that Michigan State has. So we'll see. Good luck to both sides, because I'm uh, I'm a Michigan State fan with a lot of allegiance to MSU, but uh, I'll stay on the sidelines for this one and just watch it. <laughs> Howard, uh, <laughs> I am too. <laughs> Only in this regard, but it's fun. Um, so, what else is going on in your neck of the woods, there, Jeff? Well, we got some snow today. I don't know about you, but we got hit pretty hard this morning. Um, I haven't been out. I looked out the window, and we have a lot of snow on the ground. Um, what's going on in Flat Rock? Um, Last Wednesday, we were given information from the company that we would be having short work weeks until after Thanksgiving due to some part shortage. Okay. Um, For the listeners that don't know because they're not auto worker, can you explain short mm -hmm. work week to them, please, Jeff? I mean, you know, either one of us can do that that to you because it's your plan. Yeah. Short week. Short work week is um, if there's um, no work available during part due to part shortages, weather uh, breakdowns, um, the company will give you will send you home um, with eighty percent pay. Um, most of these two uh, it's eighty percent pay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And these two short work weeks are happening because of the holiday. We had uh, Veterans Day. Next week we have two-day Thanksgiving. So we can't collect unemployment, so we get in short work week. And that's how it happens. Unfortunately, um, our TPTs don't receive that. And a lot of them are very upset, and I understand that. And it's the UAW's fault for allowing this to happen because those people by right should have been made full-time four and a half years ago. Um, future in the first quarter of next year, don't look good at Flat Rock. Um, that's all I can say about that. You're right to not looking good. Um, yeah. I hope to be retired, retired by then. Um, but uh, we had also in the last six weeks, we've had three of our members pass away. One was, uh, I think it made the news, his family was killed in a uh, house fire. Their oldest daughter, she's in the hospital. And our local collected $9,000 for and, um, and that was a good gate class, state collection. It was the largest in our history. Uh, so I want to thank all my brothers and sisters at Local 3000 for doing such a great job. Um, yesterday, I got texted by a coworker who wanted to put in their resolution 
contract resolution to get rid of Marvin and have the company pay us uh, instead. And I told him, you know, that's a lot of people died over the years to get unemployment. And then he had sent another message, and I said, well, it's not really going to work that way um, just because of the way the law is. You've got to remember the companies do pay into the unemployment uh, insurance. And so that's the name of that game. But he does yeah. bring up a good point. But Marvin's, you know, uh, state law uh, in concert with some federal law regarding unemployment uh, and required mm-hmm. law under Fair Labor Standards Act. That's where that all comes from, 1937. Some of these laws are old, and a lot of people think they're antiquated and outdated, but, you know, if we didn't have them, we'd be in kind of a little bit of hot water, and there's a lot of folks out there that are trying to do away with these laws that protect us, and we all know who's trying to keep them and who's trying to get rid of them. So uh, that's that's something there, and in a sense... Uh, you know, the company does pay, the auto worker companies, you know, the automotive makers, uh, not the auto worker companies, but the automotive companies where our our members work, uh, do pay supplemental unemployment benefit that takes you to your, you know, uh, high percentage in your wages. So that's uh, always uh, there that you need to know that they're already doing that a little bit, uh, but you have to have that uh, going on uh, uh, unemployment as a pre as a uh, 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 a uh, base to receive that. You're supposed to have un- be getting unemployment in order to get that, uh, and that's that's all changed. You know, <laughs> you're talking about um, uh, these. Uh, temporaries not getting uh, uh, short work week because they're not afforded the contract. Well, you know, this temporary language was changed dramatically in the 2015 agreement, okay, where we used to have a probationary period of 90 days, and that's according to the UAW Constitution. And then we would have a probationary period for pay purposes of 156 weeks. That was three years. And that got changed, okay? And a lot of people voted for that change in the last contract because they had an enormous signing bonuses uh, attached to voting yes for that. And now the same people that voted yes are out there complaining because they're not getting such things. Okay, so all we're saying is we have another contract coming up, and in 2015, Jeff and a gentleman by the name of Scott and myself on another radio show broke down every agreement. Jeff came in after the... FCA agreement started helping with the GM and the Ford 
and he and he worked with uh, the three of us worked on another radio show. We worked tirelessly, reading hundreds of pages of contract change every day to bring you a show almost every night during con- the contract uh, signing uh, period. So we'll probably be doing that again and bringing you a show almost daily for the uh, as we take a look at the contracts. But we're going to ask you not to be so enamored with a signing bonus that's attached to this contract. It's no doubt going to be attached to this contract coming up in 19. But rather, take a hard look at it yourself. We'll, guide, we'll, we'll give you some guidance. I'm sorry. why I'm not sure why my computer's making such noises here, but I really apologize for that. need to turn this down. Uh, sound down so you don't hear that anymore. So, yeah. Uh, somebody pinged me earlier, but this was different. I'm not sure what that one was. Uh, so, as you uh, are considering whether to vote yes or no on the ratification of an agreement, don't look so much at that signing bonus offer. Rather, look what it's going to do for you long term. Okay. Right now, people are not going to get paid that voted yes on agreement that allowed for this to occur. Because it's my understanding that they, all of the temporaries were 90 days prior to the 2015 agreement. You, you attained seniority then. Okay. And that got changed. So if you hadn't voted yes and voted no until that came back and said, I want seniority status, after 90, okay, because there is, the the old paragraphs are still in the agreement, okay, they're still in the agreement, so we're just asking you, take a hard look at it, we'll give you some direction, some guidance on what to look for in a bad agreement, and what's good in the agreement, we did that uh, three years ago, remember that, Jeff? Yes, I do. Very well. A lot of hard. Well, that's a lot of hard work, wasn't it? Yeah, and I was out there on the shop floor, campaigning against it. Yeah, they're saying that we, we don't want this. Yeah, the same people that voted for it now yeah. saying we don't want. Yeah. Yeah. So be careful. Okay, you're going to get a lot of guidance. We'll have some here for you. Okay, we'll be breaking it down as best we can. Okay. And they'll probably come in and say, you got to look at it today and vote on it this afternoon. And that's not fair to anybody. These contracts affect us more than just about anything in our life. Okay? It, it affects our well-being for not only ourselves, but our families. For a long time, on in, well on in to when we're done when we're done, okay? Because even if you're not a defined pension plan, how the monies are added to your 401k plan affect you well after your your retirement from the corporations. So 
want to impress upon you. This is the, these things affect you for your whole life. Let's just say, for example, they stopped giving extra money for your 401k. They didn't match you anything. Okay, that would be something that affects you in your retirement, even though it's not defined pension. So let's keep our eye on the ball. We'll be letting you know what a bad contract and what the elements of a bad contract are. And this was one of them that we talked about a lot. They're doing away with seniority for uh, automatic uh, ascension into seniority for the temporaries. That's just simply wrong. It's not fair. So all of this mess started in 2007 when they cut the wages for incoming workers by 50%, and that's just simply wrong. Okay, And you're always supposed to have wage uh, seniority after 90 days. Well, after three months. You can't be temporary. According to the UAW Constitution, Okay, a temporary work permit, it may only be granted for a three-month period. That's no longer than 92 days, according to the UAW Constitution. So that part of the contracts violates our own Constitution, and it was not changed. To my knowledge, it was not changed at convention in June. So it remains three months. So you folks should be ascending to seniority and then be a, even if your wages are lower, you should be afforded all of these such things that we're talking about here, like short work week. So let's let's keep our eye on the ball this time. We'll, we'll be giving you some guidance as to what's good and what's bad. There's a lot of people out there just say vote no. Just simply say vote no because we don't want anything to do with what you're going to bring, bring out here. Largely because of stuff that uh, Vice President Terry Ditas just wrote about. He said, "Oh, you know, you know, there's all these problems, but we got to keep the works here. Uh, you know, we're we're really working in a global economy. Listen, listen. If you don't know how to negotiate in a world economy, okay, you shouldn't be there. Okay, Terry Ditas, if you're scared of him." If you're scared of them, step down. Because there's a lot of us that are not scared of them. We understand the risks our members face. But believe me, where they sell product isn't overseas, it's here. And we can influence things that they, the corporations, cannot sustain. If you need our help, just let us know, because we'll initiate such things. Perhaps you're not able to do it because of federal law, but we can, because we're not elected officials. And Jeff's got to be careful until he retires. But we can do things. We can do things out here, because of not just the members listen to our radio show, a lot of the general public listen. So let's keep our eye on the ball throughout this, and let's figure out ways to work together, not against one another.
You haven't had such abilities ever before. And because we talk to other unions, we have abilities that you can't talk about or talk with other unions about. I know you know what I'm talking about. So, and General Motors, Ford, and Chrysler are listening. By the way, that was pretty slick of uh, the General Motors. They 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 stopped allowing them to use the IP addresses at the General Motors building, and they have started a, a new pair of of IP addresses, and it's not even based in the United States. So, you know, it's interesting that uh, that that's occurred. We're we're tracking you guys like no tomorrow, and when when you show up, we we just know it. Okay, it's it's not rocket science these days. All right, so uh, it's it's just interesting to watch how you do such things. Yeah, one ninety eight and two twenty. I'll be darned. You know what those numbers are. Uh, so well, Jeff, what do you think about that? You know, I mean, do you think we'll probably be giving them a little advice on the contracts coming up? Oh, we will. We will be doing that. Um, there's a lot of Facebook pages out there that will be posting things. But just got to remember you know, who's doing the right thing and who's doing the wrong thing in the posting. Um, right. Of, of the information. There's a lot of people out there who continue to put up false information. And right. You know, we're not right. Gonna, we're not, <laughs> That's right. We're not going right. to tell you anything that isn't true. That's not our style here. Um, I am pretty upset with Ford and GM myself, personally. Um, I have a cousin that works for Ford. They has MS. And she was out of work for a very long time. And finally, about six weeks ago, they quoted her AWOL and they fired her. They were the ones that kept her from coming in to work. They told her, stay home. GM basically has done another same thing with a lady I know. She hurt her back and the plant doctor told her, don't come back in and see me. Her family doctor said the same thing. Don't come see me again on this. So GM sent her to a third-party doctor. Right, I am an independent medical opinion. Yes. And he said it was all in her head and she had to go back to work. Now, this lady is in the wheelchair. Can she work in the wheelchair? They won't let you in. To work with a wheelchair, and so I supposedly think that they're going to fire her, or if they haven't fired her already, um, this is a damn shame. They're coming after people who get hurt on the job, just like down there in GM and Columbia. If there injuries happening at work, right? GM's been messing with their. Uh, health report 
soon. A lot, a lot of them have been camping out outside of the U.S. Embassy for almost five, six years now. Three of them have sewn their lips together. And so be careful, people, because it looks like it's coming up here to the United States. They are looking right. for any reason to get rid of people with the uh, uh, first-tier pay. So watch your back. You know, you need help. Jeff's speaking ask, the truth. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got, you got to, you know, I'm here to help. Leroy's here to help give you advice. Um, I can't say that about all of our union reps, but just be careful. Document right. everything. Right. Yeah, We're going to give them some advice yeah, tonight on the show. And again, this is only advice not to supplant any of uh, the exclusive bargaining agent. We're going to give some assistance and guidance to the exclusive bargaining agent that should be given, being given to them from the leadership. And mm-hmm. we're going to act as if we kind of had, uh, you know, uh, opportunity to be a leader uh, in the last 40 years or so, we're going to act, act like it tonight in a minute, Jeff, because I'm, my phone is ringing off the hook about people just like you're saying. They're giving them an IMO. They come in in a wheelchair, and they say, oh, you're clear to go back to work. Yeah. I, yeah, I just I can't. Yeah, I can't. And then when they, they show up in a wheelchair, they say, oh, you're supposed to go to work over here, but you can't because you're in a wheelchair. But the IMF said you're able. So that's a big circle, just a big circle, and it's craziness. And then they discipline these people. They discipline people. One person that I know of went to work, forgot to punch in because – the 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 uh, uh, badge, the pass, you know, the little card, was at home, forgotten. And of course, the plant security, upon verifying the person, let the person in. I remember, went to work, worked all day, didn't get paid, and got. And I won't say if it's GM, Ford, or Chrysler, or FCA. I won't say which one it is. But this person got got attendance dis- discipline, got a DLO, disciplinary layoff, for not being at work and while they were working. And then I'm told in other arenas that, and this is more of the advice that we're going to give, okay, you know, we ask that everybody, including this person, contact their committee. And if they are non-responsive, contact the administrators of the local union to help make sure that they are responsive to their committee calls. Okay? So let's let's make sure that everybody is that's uh, disadvantaged or disenfranchised in our union when they make a call that you're responsive to them. Okay. Now I'm being told by some of the committee I got threatened if I help this person. I got threatened if I help that person. 
Okay. <laughs> I just love it when management does that. You threaten me. <laughs> you know you know where I'm going, Jeff. You know. Okay. Yeah. Get my pad out and get my pencil and pen, whatever. And I look at him, I said, would you repeat that real slow? Because I want to get it exactly right, what you just said. So that we can assess this against federal law and see how many of those you actually broke by saying what you just said. So please repeat it again real slow, and I'm going to write it down. If you go too fast, I'll ask you to repeat or slow down, and I'll get it all. And then I'll ask you to sign it. And the person that you have in the room with you, I'll ask them to witness it and sign it as a witness. And then my brother and sister committee body, bargaining committee body members, you call your local National Labor Relations Board and file unfair labor practice that you were threatened if you helped a member of a unit certified by the National Labor Relations Board as the exclusive bargaining agent. That's what you do. We're not here to supplant you. We're here to help you. By the way, supplanting is banned not only by the UAW Constitution, because we don't want you to come here. We're not an agency that's going to sue on your behalf. We'll give you guidance as to where you should go and what you should do with your duly elected representative. And there are methods within this that they need a little assistance, and we'll give them that, which just what we just did. We don't take any money, and it's, again, banned by UAW Constitution to support further or do such things as supplant the union. People will say that's protected concerted activity. To a point, it's protected concerted activity when it's for the benefit of the members. But when you supplant them as an agency independent of the exclusive bargaining agency, the UAW or any other union, then you're in violation of the UAW Constitution and federal law, Title 29, USC 159A. You can look it up. It is the law that provides for exclusive bargaining agent. That means nobody else can get their grubby little hands into that at all. Nobody. No matter how much they sound pretty or cool, they can't. Can't get their grubby little hands into it. If they do, they're in violation. Those that support you, you're in violation. So the uh, I just lost my tab on my computer. I was going to look and see where we were. 
Uh, uh, just a second, I got to get back into this. Okay, that should bring us right back up. And I was looking to see how many we had in the. Uh, Jeff, you want to take this for a second? Uh, talk talk about yeah. uh, the. Uh, uh, the, the supplanting, I was going to try and bring that up too, supplanting a union, and then we'll get into the other thing that's uh, not allowed either. So go ahead, if you would, Jeff. Um, supplanting the union is not in the best interest of the membership. Um, there are folks out there who are trying. We, at Working for a Living, do not support it. It's... Um, not a good thing because these people are trying to control the contracts and your opinions. These are all retiree people who once held a high position in their local. It's against the Constitution, and they can lose their membership in good standing. They can even take away their retirement. Yeah, if um, if if you're yeah, they, well, they can't take away. They can suspend it though, Jeff. And we talked about that okay. one time. Okay. Yeah, they can suspend it. I mean, the other unions, many of the other unions have ongoing programs. Uh, if you violate the the uh, such things as the Constitution of the UAW, uh, depending on. Uh, such things they can uh, 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 summarily suspend your pension, uh, and you know for a period of time. And if you don't stop doing what you're doing, it'll be suspended until you do stop. Mm-hmm. One of those things is uh, uh, workers who were doing a particular job as a union member and they got their training as a union member, they retire and they go out and do non-union work doing the same thing. Right. And they'll suspend their pension right now. Okay, that's that's some of the things that they, they can that can be done. Uh, one of the other things, uh, as you know, the, the, I think it's uh, Article 10. You, you've been going over these uh, Constitution articles and sections. I think it's Article 10, Section 12. Uh, you may not be a member of the Communist Party, directly or indirectly, with the penalty of being uh, unable to run for office ever. The federal law that covers that is 29. Title 29, USC 504. And, Jeff, you're you're familiar with that in another way where there's certain things yes. in 504 that uh, if you do, you're barred from holding office for 13 years. And yes. that's these, – these are things that uh, uh, we want to make sure that everybody's aware of because as you listen to people – you need to keep these things in mind. You know, Marxism, Trotskyism, 
communism, they're all the same thing. They're all the same thing. Marx was the founder of communism. Trotsky was a major supporter. So, uh, you, you need to be aware of such things. There are people that may not run for office because of their activity, their political activity. You can do a lot of things. There are certain things you can't do. So please be in, keep all of that in mind. Somebody, along those lines, I want to just say this. Many years ago, 12 or so, 13, um, I was working against the VIVA coming in. I'm the only presidential candidate that worked against it, openly worked against the VIVA. And because of federal law now, that's actually become a good thing, not a bad thing, but it still has a lot of things that are bad about it, except that uh, health care is only as good as your last contract, according to a decision recently in the Honeywell case. So, um, And they lost, all the retirees lost their health care there, and I think that's a horrible thing. But as I was active, I was asked to demonstrate more and more leadership, and I did. And then I said to a real close friend, long-time supporter, a very politically savvy person, held his own union office. I said, you know, I was thinking about these other groups, this one and that one and that one, and... You know, there's all these rules out there about not supplanting the UAW and not being a communist and anything along those lines and not being a felon and all all manner of things out there. And I said, you know, people are telling me I should I should be associating myself with these other groups. You know, 30, 40, 50 people associated with them. And he told me, he said, Leroy, you have credibility, you have a good name. Just run on what you have. Don't associate yourself with groups that have their own issues. You may be tainted by such issues. And while I listened to him, and I did exactly what he said, and while I have communications from time to time, and I've actually been asked by one of them before they started doing what they're doing today to actually speak, and I actually I went and spoke at one of the universities here in Michigan at request on another completely different issue, and I gave a... a a uh, presentation about the VIBA, about apathy, about dependence, and then I spoke about the global in, uh, taxation imbalance. In no way supported anything else that's been changed in there since then. Uh, so I 
I, uh, I appreciated that opportunity, but I didn't join or support them uh, beyond just the you know presentation that I was asked to give. So, uh, and it's worked pretty well for me not to be associated with this group or that group or another group or whatever group uh, because they they all have their own little idiosyncrasies, and we here do our level best to abide by the Constitution and federal law. And Jeff and I left another radio show, and you've heard us say this before, because we didn't want to be tainted or uh, thought to be a supporter of, uh, accomplice, or conspirator of violence and threatening of life. Because we don't do that. That's the other thing that's just we've stayed away from. And when it comes over to get close to us, we do our best to stay away from it. Some instances, you know, other people try to drag that into our world, and we have then thwarted that as soon as possible thereafter and made corrections for people that did such things and didn't support this caucus. To be sure, it's still a caucus. We have a lot of supporters and members, and we thank every one of them. So just be careful who you listen to, who you follow, who you associate yourself with, because in some instances, the Constitution says directly or indirectly, if you do such things, you may not run for office forever. Union office inside this union. So be careful. Be careful. Um, and some of the organizations have changed over the last four or five years as well. They've come right out openly and stated that this is who and what we are. So, again, just be who you align yourself with and who you associate. You want to be an accomplice or a conspirator or directly or indirectly associated with any of the things we've just talked about. So... It's up to you. You you follow who you want to. Just know that un, uh, unlike the thought that Section 7, that's Title 29, USC 5157, protects everything you say and do, that's not necessarily true. It's not protected concerted activity to do any of what we just said. Okay, What we said here this evening regarding giving some advice about, uh, you know, how to handle a member of management that threatens you, that's protected concerted activity. And it's not supplanting. And it sure, certainly doesn't come from a barred organization or group. Just a little friendly advice. Help our members. Uh, I know the people that we've been given some of this advice to privately, appreciate this more publicly because uh, we're not saying anything to them that we wouldn't say here on the air and, and this is not uh, barred or banned in any way. Okay.
Okay, so, uh, and anybody thinks it is, um, feel froggy, I guess, huh? Because last time you felt froggy, you ate a lot of crow at the public public review board, last I checked. So, don't come after us ever again like that. If we do something wrong, okay, if you're, if you're just out there with an axe to grind, then you're going to lose. All right. Is that correct, Jeff? They they lost, didn't they? Yes, they did. Lost badly. <laughs> and got admonished by the public review board. Yeah. Oh yeah. You allowed, you allowed this to happen, and and you're in charge of this organization, and you let it happen. Oh my. So. Well, we're right about an hour, Jeff. Uh, is there anything you'd like to, to, to address along those lines? I mean, I think we covered uh, some constitutional issues tonight. We just reviewed mm-hmm. a few that you've already covered. Uh, I think next week you're going to come. Or, oh, by the way, again, I uh, want to thank all our veterans. And, you know, from last week we didn't have a show. And next week's Thanksgiving, next Sunday, uh, we'll have an encore show for you next Sunday so you can listen in and uh, listen to some of the stuff we said in the past that maybe you've missed it or not. So, But we'll publish an encore show next Sunday. We, uh, Out of respect for your work-life balance, uh, we'll, we'll not have a live, a live show, uh, but it'll be an encore show. So next week, uh, what else is going on? Uh, Hunting season. Uh, be careful out there. Yeah. Oh, gee, yeah. Be careful because it just started. I see a lot of people getting deer, mm-hmm. you know, out, out for my sandwich here this afternoon. And uh, a, a young, uh, about a 13-year-old young man with his two uncles and his uh, cousin, uh, or his dad and his uncle and his, and his cousin, I'm sorry. Uh, they, they're both a young man. His cousin is about 15, and he was around 13. Both the young men got a, uh, a nice buck, and they had it on the back of their... Uh, motor home that they were, or the mobile home they were towing the trailer motor. Uh, that they had a truck there and they were towing that, and they had a couple deer there. So they were just, I'm telling you, they, <laughs> in, their, in their glory. And their dads were just heaping the praise on them. So, uh, um, uh, as, oh, I should read this. Uh, go ahead. You got anything else, Jeff? I mean, I, I got something I'm supposed no, to read. No, no, I think we hit pretty good. Go ahead, Leroy. Pretty good show, yeah. Um, let's see. I got I got two things that I'd like to see if I can bring one of them up here. Uh, it was, it was, where it was, over here. Uh, something that I, I wrote, uh, and these were comments in, a, in one of the, the pages that, Everybody should hear this. Uh, I, I did post something on my my page about Social Security on my Facebook page. That's open for everybody to see. And then I I had a comment that I made, uh, and I want to read it. And then the um, I, and Jeff, you you saw this, so uh, but let me let me address it. Uh, you know. One of the things I do, I've been associated with, a lo- because of who and what I am, a lot of the communities 
and you know, like the Hispanic community, the African American community, every every community you can possibly think of, because it's a big tent. When I was sort of uh, a leader in in one of the parties here, and you might imagine what that is. Uh, um, but um, the Hispanic community has an event every year called the uh, annual Hispanic Christmas Symposium. It's the 36th annual this year. I've been associated with this for some time. And um, uh, for those that are interested in this, uh, I would uh, ask that you uh, consider uh, what they do. Uh, the Crystal Ray Community Center is the recipient of the funds this year, and they supply foods and medical uh, um, services and monies in some regard when they're for utilities shut off and stuff like that. Uh, the the um, community center, Crystal Ray Community Center, gives um, um, aid and assistance to, to people who are less fortunate in that regard. And they're really good about it. Uh, I want to uh, get to this. I want to give you an address. Uh, this year it's going to be held on uh, December 14th, and tickets will be 20 bucks. You can go to the 36th Hispanic Symposium. It's an event page that I uh, graciously run. I'm uh, sort of an IT guy. Uh, I own a small uh, e-commerce company, and I do this free for this community. Uh, every year, I've done it for a while, and uh, the 36th symposium and uh, sponsor information is on that page. If you just don't want to go to the page, you can write down a name. Uh, this is Crystal Ray Community Center. Attention, Joe Garcia. That's at 1717 North High Street, Lansing, Michigan, 4896. 48906, and uh, any assistance, uh, you know, if you choose to send them a check or something like that, would be greatly appreciated, and I just wanted to put that out there for anybody in our community here or anywhere around the nation that has an inclination to help low-income people here, but uh, I'm sure there's others around. But this is one I'm closely associated with. And uh, you can come to the the, uh, the page and read more about it. But they they do a lot of good things. As it happens, I associate good people in my life. Um, the doctor that works for nominal wages at the Crystal Ray Community Center happens to be the husband of my personal physician. So you see, even the people that I have as medical service personnel for myself are out there doing their part communities. And you'll find that the people that I associate myself with are all all those sort of people that give back to the community or work for less so that they can aid people less fortunate. Let's all remember during this Christmas holiday season and Thanksgiving that 
but for the grace of God, there go I. Okay? It's a privilege and an honor to be able to do what we do every week. And we remember, Jeff, don't you remember? Each and every person. Yes, I do. I know you do. Yep. That's why we still are here, because it's it's important to have that knowledge and that consideration of others. Because if it wasn't for our privilege, we would be that homeless person. And in my office, you know my office is in the ghetto, and I watch them every day go up and down. Crackheads, skinny as a rail, just, just make you sick. But you know what? It can be any one of us and may be one, any one of us. Hopefully you're not on drugs, but you never know what might befall you in the contract that we have current in the Detroit 3. If the pension funding falls below certain levels, it gets cut by half or more. So just keep in mind, don't be so smug about things that you kind of take for granted. It only takes one change of a law to affect us. So... Having said that, uh, so that one there, and let's see if I can find this other one I was going to talk about, Jeff. Uh, I don't know if I can find it. Doggone it. Somebody asked me. They were all talking about the um, uh, how the elected officials, once they get there, they're going to turn, you know, and and it's not going to be so good. And I basically said, you know, and and uh that's okay here it is okay i'll just read what i wrote and the and the comment was you know it it's good talk but let's see if they walk the walk and my response was if you worked hard to get a worker friendly candidate elected in your area then Stay in touch with that now elected official to assure that they continue to walk the workers' walk and not be swayed by big money. Remember that all politics is local and it is as simple as stopping by to say hello and let them look you in the eye and know that you continue to be a formidable supporter of theirs. And that is how we take back our country. Don't let other influences affect the candidates that we got elected. And the person said, okay, thanks. Now how do we take back the UAW? <laughs> how do we solidify the rank and file? <laughs> you know, and of course, you know, uh, it's it's not much different, quite frankly. And, and let me just read what I wrote again. Because some of this stuff you you don't see every day and and some people don't have access to it. Some people just don't pay attention to stuff that's on Facebook. So this is my answer to this. About what about our what about our union? How do we take it back? I said, obviously many things are currently wrong with our union. The above comment applies to our elected officials in the in in the UAW as well. Okay, when you work hard to get them elected then don't let them be swayed by management, and in parentheses, effectively the very same people who attempted to taint our public elected officials, in parentheses, in 
And then I go on to say, not everyone has the energy, effort, or inclination to be active. However, you would be amazed at how as little as 60 dedicated people at every local union meeting can affect their backbone, the backbone of our leaders implicit. So not everybody out there is going to be active. You know, just listening to this radio show is a passive thing. It, it doesn't take much to turn it on, you know, dial us up on the Internet and listen, one of those places we talked about earlier. And it takes a little more effort to get up and go to the union meeting and to form coalitions in solidarity with people, like-minded people, who want change in our union. And to hold those officials that we help to get elect, elected, to hold them account, to account when it comes time for contracts and everything else. All politics, public or union, is local. Okay? I'm pretty good at this. I've got a lot of people elected. You heard me say over time I had a little bit to do with with at least five leaders of Michigan. Often in cases where they had a contested race. A previous sheriff had one by a person from an another party come in to the Democratic Party and challenged them in the Democratic primary. And I personally took care of that in public, in the, in, the, in the press, because of the influence that I had. Okay, we thwarted that effort. People followed my direction, my leadership. Thank you for all those that did. But it's I demonstrate leadership. Pretty good at this. And I never started at the top. I always started at the bottom. Okay? We built a grassroots effort and got those people elected. We're a lot more sophisticated these days with outside and inside politics. Um, You... uh, you hold your local leaders to account. And if somebody says, oh, I got threatened, you tell them what I said earlier. You make them write it down. You tell a manager that said that. You write it down. You talk real slow so I get every word, and then you send it off as unfair labor practice. You can do that individually. You don't have to, do, to ask for permission. That's part of the problem, having to ask for permission by people that are not going to support you, like you just heard on this show. Or it wouldn't be happening today, now would it? It would have been a very different union had things gone different in June. It would have been a very different union today, the UAW. I promise you. So, having said all of that, 
those are the two things that I had. That that small community thing. I'm probably not going to hear much. I don't. That's like the first one I've ever said on the air. But it, I'm you know starting to get to where I you know I want to support these folks uh, so that they can actually feed some people because it's it's going to get tough. So if you can reach out and help somebody, no, it is for me. Not for anything I'm going to benefit by ever, but you know, I I work at Thanksgiving. I work there, and I take meals to people. And I'm telling you what, make you cry. See how poverty strikes some people when you take a meal and they don't have nothing, nothing to eat. And thank you for the food that's going to last them through the weekend. A little small box of stuff. So, with that said, Jeff, you got anything that you want to promote? Do whatever there tonight? Uh, no, I don't. You're right. Okay. Good job. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, Jeff, I really appreciate everything you've done over the years. We've been together on a couple shows, and I really uh, thank thank you for everything you do in your own community uh, and your support out there for the things that I've been doing in my community and here with our union. So thank you, brother. Really appreciate it over time. To all of those others out there that are doing the same thing and less vocal, less public about it, thank you as well. We very much appreciate it. Oh, Oh, there was an election at 774 up in Buffalo, uh, I'm sorry, Tonawanda, New York. And they had a great election there. There was a person who had a challenger from the second the polls opened until the second the polls closed. They had a, a challenger at the polls the entire time. We want to congratulate the winners of those two elections. There was an opening for first vice and there was an opening for a trustee on the executive board. And uh, we uh, are very pleased by the outcome. We, knew it took, we know it took a lot of work and a lot of coordination, and that uh, local unions never had a challenger set the entire time watching the election process as a challenger. And there were several. You're only allowed to have one at a time, but... Uh, they relieved one another, uh, and they uh, took great direction on what to be uh, in uh, watchful of, and uh, uh, that turned out uh, very, very, very nicely. And we congratulate all of the winners and for all your hard work and all the supporters of that those candidates uh, for your effort uh, in helping them get elected. We appreciate it. Congratulations, and we look uh, for more uh, for you. We much appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Uh, Jeff, anything else? We'll wrap it right up. Right. Yeah, we'll wrap it up. Okay. All right. Thanks to everybody around the world that's listening. Thank you to Mexico and Canada listening. Thanks to each and every UAW member across our great nation that listens in and listens to us. Uh, do the best we can to support you. We appreciate it. Thanks to all the non-union people and other unions that are listening in as well. Um, have a good night. Have a safe holiday weekend. 
Happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you in two weeks. In two weeks. Good night, Jeff. Good night, listeners. Good night.